0: This podcast comes straight from my walk in closet. <laughs> Today, we're talking about I don't know. guns. Guns and guns' rights, but not so much. Settle down, baby bird. Settle down. We're going to be talking about what I ran into the other day on this 15 to 20 minute little episode. Shut up, Siri. So, I went to Shopco, Eric. I was going through the aisles, right? Shopco, Going out of business in most places in the Midwest. Walking through the aisles, back and forth, back and forth. I go to the back, the back back, where they keep like fishing poles and blah, blah, blah. And I come across a bow. Like a real fucking bow. Freaking, sorry, I shouldn't cuss so much. A real bow. And I pull the bow back. And it's hard to pull back. And I let it go and bam. And it's... This thing could kill something. I'm in Shopco, mind you. And I look at the arrows, and they're just like flat tip with a little like sharp point, but they're solid metal. Pull it back again, and I let it go. And you could do different tensions and stuff. And I'm like, this could kill a deer. Yeah. I'm right next to it. I look at knives at Shopco. No ID. I could have stole these things if I was a kid. I could buy a weapon to kill something or somebody in Shopco. That's like, okay, I'm going to go get a box of cereal, I'm going to get a pizza, and oh wait, I'm going to go get something to kill something with. All in one store here in the Midwest.
1: That's what, right?
0: Huh? My kind of store. All right, I hate it. All right, let's go ahead and uh, talk about this. Let's go ahead and roll that intro. <laughs> I mean, so uh, I went to the store the other day. I got my milk, I got my garbage bags, I got my toilet paper, and then I picked a bow to shoot my wife in the face with. Like, dude, all in one shop? One shop? Well, come on, Eric. There's gotta be a, there's gotta be a happy in between. You can't just do that. They need to be able, to, like, they got a card for this stuff or something. Why? Why are they selling bows like that in a kids section next to the fucking Disney fishing poles, bro?
1: Because kids, it's another outdoor sport.
0: Sport? What do you mean, though?
1: Well, fishing's an outdoor sport. Hunting's an outdoor sport. Bow hunting is just is no different. It takes a lot more technical skill I think to be able to hunt with a bow but two and and, and granted I get your point too Yeah, yes I could take you can't take a bow and you could the one you were yeah, working but, with you could probably you could probably kill somebody with but that's not your main objective your main objective is to either A. practice or B. go hunting
0: okay so you said well yeah it's more blah blah like I, I can't use the fishing pole in the same way I can use the bow, bro. Like, you no, know what I mean? but you
1: can go over and just as easily buy a set of kitchen knives that could do the same thing. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. you know, card for those.
0: Okay, well, the, okay. All right. I get it. Touché. Okay. But that's so vague because you know as well as I do, whenever someone's looking at kitchen knives to do whatever, that, you know, they correlate it with the kitchen. When you look at a bow and arrow... You correlate that with killing something?
1: It's because it's what it's made for. Okay. But in the hands of a responsible adult.
0: Exactly. So why are you giving the opportunity of this bow? I'm pretty sure a 13 year old kid can go in there with 50 bucks and go buy it easily at Shopco. There's no, there was no restrictions, no thing on it at all. I guarantee you, you can send your son in there with a 50 dollar bill to go buy that bow and you walk right out with it. My son already has a bow. Well, you if know what he, I mean, though. Yeah, but yeah. Like, if you were to get it, you know, for the wrong reasons, whatever.
1: Right, and I mean, I, there's there could be some. Obviously, the the chances of you seriously injuring somebody with a bow are there and relevant.
0: Oh, dude, yeah. Well, I, I mean, you point. Me. Well, no, you point the bow at somebody you pull it back you fucking shoot yeah. dude done deal like I pulled this thing back so hard Eric and it fucking snapped hard now if I were to put a bow in there and even take even the metal ones that are in there that have no piercing thing to it yeah, done like like oh man that hurts so bad It'd probably stick into you in between your ribs or whatever and hurt you now let's say you take a knife and you don't shoot you don't, with your uh with your bows now or whatever, don't you take, like, a, a knife and you cut an X into your tips anyways? I don't know. Well, if they were to that's, do that.
1: That's for a bullet. Okay. If you take, like, a... Right. If you take a hard-ended bullet, like a, a full metal jacket bullet... Right. And you cut an X in the top of it, what that causes... What that happens, essentially, is instead of the bullet mushrooming on impact, it shatters apart, which makes it from... One big projectile. Oh, it turns into like a into hollow four point. like four different a ho- projectiles that bounce all around inside of the it
0: could like it, it, it can essentially like blow you up, right?
1: It does a lot of da- internal damage. Mm. It essentially breaks into pieces and rattles around on the inside of your Would body. a
0: bow do the same shit?
1: Bows are designed, bows and arrows are designed, what you ideally want to have happen in a hunting situation with a bow is you want what's called a clean pass-through, which means what you want is you want to hit him right in front of that first rib. Ideally, you'd like to hit him in either heart or both lungs. Okay. But the idea of a bow and arrow is to have the arrow pass completely through the animal while doing as much damage as possible on the way through. That's why someone will have two blades, someone will have three blades, someone will have four blades. And they'll be in widths of anywhere from seven-eighths of an inch out to over two inches.
0: All my experience, especially with people shooting bows, is that arrow will stick in the deer. It never goes through. Oh,
1: it goes through. No, I
0: know. But I mean, like, the, what I've realized and seen. Yeah. But in, the, in a perfect world, you want the deer to be walking up and lived a long, perfect life and... He puts his head down and eats something and looks up and goes, this is a good day for me to die. And puts his head back down. And then you shoot it right through the arteries right here in, like, the middle section mm-hmm. perfectly. And then that arrow goes through those arteries right through and sticks on the ground, right? Yep. And then the deer just goes, uh, <laughs> And just falls over and, and dies gracefully and says, you shall eat my meat and respect me.
1: Probably
0: not. Okay, so this is not what happens. So my experience with shooting a fucking deer, I, I I tear up every time I think of it. I'm a badass, right? I'm with my uncle, my aunt. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to hunt deer. I'm going to do this shit. I'm a badass. I'm a whatever. You know, I'm shooting a deer. I love deer. Deer meat's amazing. I respect the animal.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I could do this.
1: <laughs>
0: I get out there, and I have my bow, and... I practice a whole bunch of times. My uncle's very, 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 very legit. Like, I know how to properly have a gun, do blah, blah, you know what I mean? I had not, don't even own, own a gun now, but I have a firearm safety certificate on the back of my driver's license because I took every handgun course and every license course to, to fire weapons. So I can legally have whatever I want. Never going to, but I could. Anyway, so I'm in my deer stand at fuck ton in the morning 4am pissed off because I went to bed at 3am <laughs> so 30 minutes you know so I'm tired but you know so this, this moment and we had a lot of we have the lake property and then the trees so we built like, he planted all these beautiful trees blah blah right by the water bottom line what I'm saying is if you want to get a deer this is a place to go and that's where you know I'm going to take you there so you can do it because I know you'll love it and I'll sit out there with we'll know I'll clean it for you when you're done <laughs> And uh, you and your boy can go out in the morning, though. Anyway, so I'm there, and the moment happens. And for any deer hunter, they know what that means. Like, here comes the motherfucker. And he comes walking right in front of me, right? And uh, they talk about the shakes when you see a deer or whatever, and I never, I was like, I talking about? am fine, right? Well, when you see this big, beautiful animal that's the size of, like, a horse, you know what I mean? you're like... It's intimidating and it's scary and you're gonna kill it, right? So I pull my bow back and it's like, and as soon as I pull, just a little bit of noise, the deer's head shrinks up, up, huh? looks around. I'm like, fuck, so I just, I freeze, but I'm shaking, like my shoulders are like fucking shaking like shit, and I'm just staring at this fucking deer and I'm like, you're mine, motherfucker, like, like I can handle it i can't and i'm shaking right i pull back and so he puts his head back down starts eating again so i pull back real quiet and my shoulders are shaking so i'm like this and then i hold it right and i'm pointing and i'm looking and i'll never forget this because it's fucking horrible and i'm looking right at it and i've cleaned deers i can take a deer right now cut it open gut it do all that stuff after it's dead don't care but when it's alive Okay, so I we're back to the scene, and I'm shaking, and I'm just like, and I pull it, and I have a just, I am straight up pointed right where I need to be. Right before I let the arrow go, instead of just like breathing out, I do the opposite. I breathe in, and I, oh, and I fucking fuck up, right? So I lift a little bit. And right when I lift and let go, the arrow goes right into the fucking deer's neck. Bam! Right? So, the arrow goes through the deer's neck. I'm fucking shaking. The deer goes, mm, and it fucking it just goes and kind of walks sideways and walks the other way. It doesn't know what the fuck to do. And then it starts running, and then it goes like a little circle. Bam! Hits the ground. Well... I didn't hit the airway. I didn't hit anything like that. I just went through the fucking muscle. So it was like the most pain I could ever put this fucker through. I put him through. You know what I mean? Like that's like I came and just stabbed your ass in the fucking neck and left the knife in there. And I was like, "You can breathe. You're good." I didn't hit the airway. You're fine. You know. (laughs) So the deer is (laughs) going like crying like a fucking human being, right? And this is where you have to become a man, folks, right? So. Uh, you either go right up to it and shoot it, you know, or, you know, of course we didn't have a gun, so we only go the other route, which is you have to slit its throat. And, uh, yeah. So, walk over the deer, get over the head, they get the antlers out of the way, and pull the fucking head up, like that, and I just look away, and I'm just, I- slit the throat so hard that I almost cut the head off because I wanted to make sure that I got it all the way you know and then as I'm pulling this and I go like that and you could just feel this knife just cutting into the throat into the veins and into everything and with each slice you can just hear, and with each slice, you can feel each artery that I hit and the blood that comes along with it. And it's just. And then you have this deer that was full of life in its eyes, and you look down into its fucking eyes, and then you watch the fucking life leave this fucker. Like, you, the, like he's just alive, and you could tell, and he's just alive, and all of a sudden, like, eyes just go gray, and it's fucking just. God is gone, you know? and i feel like a complete fucking coward just like what a piece of shit i am like you're a piece of shit like why like what the fuck why i don't live in a world anymore where i need to hunt for my fucking food if i was doing that to provide for my family okay cool but none of us live in a world where we have to do that if I was doing that and I needed to do it, there would have been a whole different feeling. But I took a life of an animal like that, a beautiful deer, for no fucking reason at all. We live in a life and we live in a time where I can go to a grocery store. I can go anywhere I want and get my food. I can even eat organically. I can do all that stuff. There's no reason for me to do what I did.
1: There's no reason for you to necessarily have done what you did. No. You may not have wanted to. You may not have even enjoyed the experience. But everything you describe right there is, at least from the ones that I've associated, i had the pleasure of associating myself with, is a group of most of the hunters that I've had the pleasure of spending time with that's the emotions that they go through on every single episode and I definitely see where you're coming from but the the point that I want to the thing that I want to point out most is how you can't said that we don't we're in a society now where we don't have to do that but do you think that's kind of where the disconnect comes from because what makes you think that the animals that you're purchasing in the store are being treated any more fairly?
0: And you're totally right there. I mean, that I get it, but I didn't personally do it.
1: Exactly. You didn't put in the work. The animals are still going through the same amount of detriment, but you're just paying for it on the other end. Just well, because I, I'm kind of hoping that they're not,
0: though, because, like, you know, when they kill all these cows and these chickens, right? I mean, they're they're humanely killing them, right?
1: I have so many shows I'd like you to watch.
0: <laughs> okay, so basically what you're telling me is like, hey, Mark, unless you completely change your life and you go vegan, shut the fuck up. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever heard the term out of sight, out of mind? Yeah. That's how I feel, man. Like,
1: Think eh. about it this way, though. Think about it like this. Okay,
0: <laughs> <What was that?
1: laughs> I'm just trying to I'm just trying to think of the gentlest way I can put this into form. Essentially, it's like you paying somebody else to chastise your child.
0: Put a hit out uh, on somebody is what you're saying.
1: Essentially, it's like like if your kid fucked up, and you want him to know about it, but you're going to pay me to do it to tell him. I don't want to tell him. That's the same thing. Same me- It's the same mental process. It's like, I, I want to eat this, but I just want to have it. I don't want to deal with everything that comes with it. In that situation, it's really not a situation where it's like, you're doing it for the benefit of the animal. It's that you're doing it more for the benefit of yourself, because that way you don't have to watch where your food comes from. You just get to enjoy it. Okay. Which is a disconnect that, that comes about that, It's kind of fucked up because it kind of goes to the whole, kind of a side note, the whole drone and remote control video game history that there's situation that's coming up in the military nowadays where a lot of the things are, they're testing out a lot more drones and stuff like that. And a lot of people are getting a lot of resistance because those two should never be divorced the detriment and the consequences should never be divorced that should be a marriage that shouldn't be solidified
0: you're telling me that I should have to feel that way and do this if I want meat like what are you trying to say
1: what i'm saying is is either a work for your meat go out hunt it get it be happy b pay for your meat take it home eat it be happy But if you're going to choose the latter, you got to shut the fuck up about the former. Because you're not, that situation's no better. Trust me, it's no better. At least if you're hunting, you know exactly where your meat came from. You know exactly how it was treated. You know exactly what that animal went through throughout that whole process. You buy something at a store, you don't know whether you can hope that that animal was treated fairly. Or at least justly and humanely Chances are it probably wasn't But you're going to pay for it And just because you didn't get to see The Indiscriminate Act Long story short is Everything you're putting in your face is dead It got there somehow Whether you got to see it or not It happened And in order for you to be able to enjoy it That has to happen And I think marrying those two Is An awesome thing I'm still gonna buy meat in a store But I would also I also like to go out And hunt for my own meat too But I'm not dissuaded I'm not I'm I'm not under any illusions Of what happens In factory farms So I try to Choose meat that was Organic and hopefully treated with some form of respect on its way out. But you can never tell. At least with if you're hunting an animal, you know, even though you went through that trying experience, you know exactly where that, that meat came from.
0: <sighs> even when I shot the deer and I saw that the deer came from around us, I don't even know if that deer came from around here.
1: Well, the deer deer generally have, they keep between a three to five meter, three to five mile pattern, which will obviously expand significantly during rut. But for most part of their lives, they spend it in the same three to five mile area. So chances are, if that deer was there, it probably came from a deer that had been around there. Was it a buck or a doe? It was a buck. By himself?
0: Mm, yeah, yeah. The does were, like, I mean, yeah, but, like, there was does probably about another 40 yards away from him. You Which? know what I mean? Like, he came out more in front, came to get the to okay. kind of check out the situation is what it was explained to me. He came out, started eating. Which is kind of a, and also I was told that was kind of a different situation, you know what I mean? Normally it kind of goes the other way, I guess. Mm-hmm. Came out, started eating, bam, and then the other deer all got alerted and they all ran the other fucking way. So, yeah. Normally whenever does were going to come out too, like the does come out together, I'll have like two does come and start eating and shit.
1: Yeah, usually they'll come out in doe groups and then The bucks will follow behind if, depending on what time of year it is, because during the during the late winter and all throughout the summer and spring, they separate up into what are called bachelor groups, which means they're essentially just a bunch of males that travel together. And does pair up into doe groups, and they go off and do their thing, and they really don't you don't see them together a whole lot until like the rut because they don't hang around each other very much. They kind of do their own thing, because the females generally t- like to pack and stay in the same area, and the menfolk run off all over the place and kind of do their own
0: thing. So, are you just completely cool then with, like... But you're still, like, not really answering, like, a the question of, like, okay, so I killed it, and... I didn't need to do that in our day and age. Like, there's no reason to. And yes, I understand that animals are treated badly, blah, blah. But, like, still, like, why do I have to go out of my way to do that when it's already happening and I can't stop it?
1: You don't have to. But what what you have to accept is, is that those are your options. You can either explore one option, which would be to hunt and go get your own meat, or B, go purchase it at a store. Or C, obviously, is go vegan and not eat any meat at all. Those are all options. I'm not a huge fan of one of those. But <laughs> <laughs> I get the point behind all of it. None of it's nice. And the fact that you have to break down is the fact that, yes, that was a traumatic experience that you had there was a situation that you went through that maybe you were, maybe you weren't mentally prepared for. But as long as you realize the fact that life eats life, and if you hadn't have done it, somebody else probably would have, and the fact that you did that actually did a lot of good for a lot of other deer, which is crazy. And you might have saved people, some people some money because with the way that whitetails are overrunning the world or at least North America, that's a serious problem.
0: <sighs>
1: and it's starting to get even more
0: serious. So, again, you're going to go back down to the population crisis?
1: It's population control. It has a lot to do with everything. It's, it's a necessary evil. Because there are people out there who believe fully in the fact that They won't eat any store-bought meat. They'll go out and they'll hunt their own meat, and that's what they live on. I know several people who that's what they live on because they choose to know where their meat comes from as opposed to buying it off the shelf, and that's their prerogative. I still buy my meat off the shelf, so I can't say, you know, boo to everything, but I, I attempt to hunt. Sometimes I'm successful, sometimes I'm not, but... I enjoy it. It's primitive, but...
0: It scares the shit out of me.
1: And some people it does.
0: And it's not that it scares the shit out of me. Because, like, I, I've done it, I can do it, I love to fish, blah, blah, blah. But, man, I'm telling you, until you have that big deer cross in front of you, it's just... It's... You should feel exactly that way. And, yeah, because it would be kind of messed up if I... Was the other way, right? But I've seen guys like that too. They'll kill a deer and they'll be like, yeah, woo, got that motherfucker. And he's like squirming and screaming for life. It's like, what is wrong with you, bro? <laughs> you know, like, but at the same time, like, I don't know. I kind of feel like you would be that way, but not in the gross sense. I feel like you would be just so stoked to be like, I got it. You know what I mean? How do I would you think probably be
1: that way because of the fact that with bow hunting, it's so much more difficult than than gun hunting because of the fact that there's so much more research that goes into it because you have to get yourself into personal space with bow hunting. You have to be within that 40-yard range. Mm-hmm. You have to be that close in order to get your shot. And in order for you to be able to do that, you have to be able to – there are several different ways that people do it. They, they'll set up a tree stand in an area where they usually walk through. They'll do spot and stalk, which means they'll, they'll look for them and then they'll walk off in the opposite direction and try to come around them. Uh, there's so many different ways to do bow hunting, but it definitely hands down involves a lot more finesse than rifle hunting. And nothing wrong with rifle hunting. I'll, I'll rifle hunt right now. Let's go. But knowing from the two, bow hunting is definitely a more difficult Endeavor And your chances of having a successful hunt are substantially less when bow hunting. That's where, And that's half the reason why they pretty much, I mean, in South Dakota and Minnesota, it's pretty much give me tags. <laughs> if, you, if you're an archery hunter, they'll pretty much give you the tags. And our season is exponentially longer. We get from mid-September all the way to the end of December. Gun hunters get two weeks in the beginning of November, and that's it. If that tells you anything about how much more difficult the process is, we get fucking almost three months to do what they do in two weeks. (laughs) So if that tells you anything, but either way, I mean, either way you decide to get your meat, just completely, don't let anybody make your decisions for you if you choose to get your meat By hunting, great. If you choose to get your meat by shopping for it in a grocery store, fine. You know what? Do what you got to do. Be who you got to be. Certainly situations like Mark described during hunting are situations and scenarios that happen a lot. If that's not your cup of tea, by all means, find another outlet. It's just for some people.
0: (laughs) All right. Well. We're the Wise Guys Podcast.
1: We are the Wise Guys Podcast.
0: And we say the things, you know, that uh, I didn't really want to talk about. Yeah. You <laughs> want right. to say
1: something, Bentley? No? You're not going to be on the podcast?
0: All right. All right. Well, bye. Bye.